Hello all, and welcome back to our newest episode of Let's Speak It. Today, I have the honor of presenting an old friend, a teammate of mine from our years in the South Bronx Academy. Austin Berry is an individual with a tremendous character, one that lives and navigates his life with great enthusiasm and intentionality within the interactions, but also within the activities he partakes in. I know him to be a very passionate individual. I'm a drifter at heart, San Leon's alum, and our SBU annual, annual benefit recipient. It's with great gratitude to have him as our guest for this episode. Alsani Barry, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, uh, Minka. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for doing this, actually. Um, yeah, my name is Alsani, and um, Alsani Barry, um, born in Guinea, West Africa, and um, raised, I could say I was raised in the Bronx. Um, I came here when I was uh, 11. And uh, I am 23 now, so it's been been here for a while. And um, went to middle school and, and and some parts of middle school here and high school here, and um, did my undergrad here as well. And um, I graduated college in May 2020. And uh, yeah, been working since then. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too, man. I know we haven't spoken in a while, so this is a great way for us to, you know, kick it back again, you know, like the old times. But this time, I'm just Absolutely. talking about more prevalent issues um, pertaining to your life and pertaining to my life as well, but also pertaining to the lives of um, SBU Academy um, individuals right now. So right, right. how I like to start this, um, the, the, the episode is by asking you in a way to take us through your journey, but also in a way where... I know SBU played a vital, pivotal part of that. How did absolutely? So I want you to explain me how was that process like um, coming from Guinea and Senegal? Uh, Guinea, you said right, and then yeah. you know going into the Bronx. What was your journey like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, um, when I came here, um, as you know, we are from a place where. Um, soccer is something that we have always, um, um, we're sort of like um, taught to to do uh, um, uh, as a hobby, and um, it's something. It's it's almost like a way of life. And uh, for me, when I came here, um, that was the only thing I wanted to do was to play soccer. And um, it also reminded me of home a lot, and just coming here and seeing a lot of kids playing. Uh, in the street and um, anatomy of home. And um, yeah, I came here when I was um, 11, um, 10, uh, turn 11 here. Um, and in middle school, um, I didn't play any, um, um, uh, I, I didn't play any um, travel soccer. They call it what they call it here, which is club soccer. And um, just played for my um, 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 club team. Um, not a club team, I mean, um, um, a middle school team. And after that, um, I ended up, uh, started looking up for teams to play for because I always thought soccer was something that's really uh, valuable to me. And um, like I said earlier, it's something that we've seen, uh, we, 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 we see as the way of, a way through life. And um, after that, um, I remember walking around the city and playing pickups 
And uh, there, was a, there was one time uh, this guy came up to me. He was like, hey, you're really good. You should look in to play for um, uh, 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 a travel team. And I was like, yeah, I've been trying to do that for a while. And um, the guy actually was um, Joseph. I'm not sure if you know him. Uh, um, who's doing great things now, but he introduced me to um, FC Harlem, uh, which was uh, the first club I played for here. Um, but uh, my time there didn't uh, last long, and uh, I left the club and joined South Bronx United through a friend uh, that I went to high school with, uh, Mohammed. Um, yeah, he told me about the club and um, heard great things about it. And um, I joined SBU when I was um, 13. So I played from U13 to U18 when I graduated high school. And um, for me, South Bronx United has given me opportunities that I think that not a lot of people in, in the Bronx or a lot of youths in the Bronx get to realize. And when I say that, I mean that we live in a we live in a in an environment in the Bronx where um, there's not a lot of opportunities for kids where they can actually realize their their full potential. And um, an NGO like the South Bronx United is doing great things uh, uh, for kids out there. And uh, for someone like me, I capitalize on the opportunity and saw what they were trying to do for me and just. Took care, just took advantage of the opportunities that they, were, they, they gave me, which was um, <laughs> playing the sports I, sport I love and also um, um, helping me through my uh, acad uh, uh, academics and also um, trying to find a, a college that fits my um, um, values, my ambitions, and also um, somewhere I could go and play soccer. And... Um, that sort of that sort of the journey for me um, ever since I came here and um, but for me honestly I always thought about SBU as like I didn't realize or oh, encompasses encompass the like their mission until I got out of college and COVID happened and um, when COVID happened I think for me it really it turned every it turned everything around for me where um that was the year I graduated college and um was looking for an appointment and um, um and I ended up working for the Working Families Party, uh, which is doing great things for working families in New York. Um but that's when I just that that's when I realized and dug in with a lot of the problems that um, low socioeconomic um, 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 families are dealing with um, in these metropolitan cities. And um, for a lot of people, it took COVID to realize some of those problems. But for an organization like the South Bronx United, they've been doing that work for a while now. And uh, it just made me realize that um, there's a lot of work to be done, especially in those neighborhoods where um, the kids, there's a, there's a potential for the kids, but the opportunities are not there. So totally grateful of what Cyber Bronx United is doing and, and what they've they done for me. And uh, like you said, we still keep in touch and 
um, yeah. Um, thank you for that story. Um, very authentic and very raw. Um, another question, I would like to talk a little bit about your time in South Bronx United. Cause I remember when you joined the team, you were, you know, obviously new, but you work your way in a team where you even eventually end up being captain and in a way that build some forms of some characteristics within you. How did your time at South Bronx United really help you build a character that will later eventually like even till now possibly has helped you over the years like yeah absolutely i think that one of the greatest thing about south bronx is that it's not just about soccer it's uh, about education it's about um, engage engaging with people it's about building um leadership it's about empowerment and uh for me when i joined sbu like um i think when i joined sbu i i remember i joined it with my colleague samba and um I was just, <laughs> I was just trying out and uh, ended up ma making the team and just got so immersed to their mission and their drive and what they were trying to do for kids. And, um, but for me, I think that I've always seen myself as an opportunist. And uh, with that being said, I, I saw an opportunity to lead and um, I just went and um, showed my uh, my character and um, played my heart out and um, just led by example uh, and that meant coming come, come into practice on time um, going tutoring uh, as you know and um, keeping up with assignments and um, yeah and I think that really helped me uh, in college as well because that's a discipline you need to be sometimes um, on track uh, when you go to a place where <laughs> you're not around your family, uh, you're not around with friends that you used to be. Um, so I think that that hunger of 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 uh, realizing your ambitions and 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 also taking opportunities that are just out there for you uh, really helped and um, built that character that you need um, in in the professional world as well. And uh, ever since I started working. It's been the same where um, if I see an opportunity, um, I, 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 I always jump on it. And yeah, I think what I would say is that um, what that span of four or five years has taught me is um, taking the opportunities that are in front of the table um, for me. And, um, but also at the same time, um, um, taking it with, uh, sometimes I feel like taking it with command and uh, that's something I think I've learned from SBU is uh, don't be afraid uh, to uh, manifest what you want. What I really liked about your story and the way you worked it in SBU into there was the whole idea of potential and just being able to, you know, like everyone in a way has a certain potential um, when they're younger. And in a way, South Bronx United helps individuals that do, you know, join the club, get a glimpse of that um, potential. When did you get a glimpse of, you know, what your potential could be, where, you know, your life could be in 10 years or just 
success in terms of you know working or in terms of college at that point or maybe in soccer when did you get a glimpse of your potential as offered and Kate like helped by um, South Bronx yeah absolutely I, I think that um, you could attest to this is that uh, when you come here um, essentially um, with um, you know having just coming here with um, um, being you know an immigrant and, uh, and also just having immigrant parents is that uh, they're busy working and um, the it's really hard for them um, to sort of um, um, just to sort of uh, be with you all the time uh, which is understandable you know you come to a country they have to work and provide for you um, so I think for me at some point SBU was kind of the parent for me um, and um, I, for me, when I, 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 I didn't know about these prep schools, which was one of, you went to a prep school, you're, you're a product of, a, of SVU's um, prep school um, programs. Uh, so those are opportunities like prep school, but also the opportunity to attend uh, this, this prestige private schools that we're we attending right now. And, um, and also I think that what SBU does really well, um, that I think that a lot of people, especially if you have a, uh, a mindset of you, you want to become a soccer player is that they sort of de they sort of like help you desensitize that thought that although you could go become pro, there is another path. Um, you know, give you an option. And I think that you could also attest to this. We've had um, um, teammates that thought that, hey, I'm good enough. I'm going to go make it to pro. Uh, SBU will help you with that. But also they will remind you that there's another path. Uh, if this don't work out, what are you going to do? And um, I think that's where, that's where SBU comes in uh, with helping kids realize their, their, their full potential because you would, at that age, you especially if, if you grow up with people that only think like that, only have that mindset that I just want to go and become a professional soccer player. Um, it's just your mind is wired that way. And when you join SBU, they start to um, teach you things and, and help you out um, with um, I'm just realizing, you know, what other opportunities are, that are out there. And I think for me, that's when um, I realized that I'm, I could be good at something else. And um, for a regular kid in the Bronx, I don't think there are um, programs out there that help them cultivate that um, 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 that, um, that mindset, but also help them um, um, realize or just at least um, um, at least explore uh, some of those things. So, yeah. You know, another thing that you said that I really just really enjoyed hearing was the aspect of, you know, becoming, SB becoming the third family, because in a way that resonated with me tremendously. Um, so, but I would like to use that as a segue to talk about your family, your family situation, coming Absolutely. here as an immigrant. Um, what were some of the problems and some of the difficulties you had coming here as not only one, an immigrant, but, you know, a black, um, man, African-American, 
um, in the Bronx during the time that we were there. What was that like and how did that, you know, kind of strengthen your character and build the foundation of, you know, virtues or foundation of beliefs you have of yourself that is still upheld, like upholded till now that helps you keep, you know, grinding away at life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you said, uh, SV is a family. And um, for me, uh, when I came to the Bronx, um, the Bronx is one of those places where um, it's a low socioeconomic um, environment. And the opportunities, like I said earlier, are very narrow. Um, and for me, uh, when we got there, uh, coming from where I came from, um, I didn't realize that. And for me, I took it as, okay, I, I am in the U.S. now. And, you know, as our parents tell us, it's the land of the free. And um, you're going to come here and pursue the American dream. Uh, all that good stuff. But when you get here after a year, you realize that um, you have to even work harder to achieve that, especially if you're in neighborhoods that are um, 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 defranchised. Um, um, and for me, I, I remember one time, I think I've told you the story where um, I was coming from practice and um, I was chased uh, by someone. And, um, I, till today, I don't know what happened. Um, but I want to put my money on that. There were undercovers looking for someone. Um, I just had my hoodie on and, um, they chased me. And, uh, luckily I was, um, home. I was near home. I, I was almost home. So I made it home. Um, but like situations like that happens to everyone, like almost everyone in the Bronx where um, there are looking, there are law enforcement is out there looking for the wrong person and you just could just end up being you. And I'm lucky that, you know, I could have been shot, you know, that it could just end it like that. And uh, for someone, um, for, for some, you know, for someone, I've seen that happen in the Bronx where, uh, kid's life was just ended right there just because he, some law enforcement was looking for someone else that if there was someone and it just ended up being at the wrong time at the wrong place and the wrong time and um, not to go on a ramble here but um, the idea of family sometimes is is really important and with SBU they just make that really easy exceptionally um, for people that are new to this country uh, because sometimes it's like I'm in school and I'm, I'm only looking forward to going to tutoring and seeing my friends at tutoring you know and um, chatting with my friends and and sometimes it's just practice we're going to going to see my friends at practice and I've made um, the most valuable relationships uh, at that club for sure Certainly. You mentioned the time that we had during um, tutoring. And I remember that was actually one of my favorite time of the day too, of leaving school, but, you know, and then going to tutoring where, you know, obviously you will get some work done, but 
while being there will be surrounded by other guys like being from you know an immigrant family like yours i knew i was going to someone that you know understood me understood where i was coming from but understood right what was valuable to me so and that was another family within itself we have not only the organization the members taking care of us but we also have each other to take care of ourselves and the structure that um is built at South Bronx United really offer and cater to you know our need and our want to you know achieve our potential so you know we've led up we've led our story up to you time in the Bronx you know difficulties arose because you know socioeconomic uh, problems mm-hmm. or you know just gang related activities or you know violence anything around that 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 sphere however you specifically i remember an early early graduate of my team you headed it to slu st lawrence university right and i remember thinking that was such a great accomplishment cuz not only is slu a amazing school but you did it in a fashion where like you set the standard for those that you know will come after you so i would like you to talk about that experience of you know of that transition from you know a place like the bronx in new york city to a place like slu which is much more you know out there a different world almost so please take us to that you know that transition talk about any you know problems or yeah struggles that might have arose through that transition yeah absolutely um i was one of the first graduates that um sbu um tried to place into um um postgrad the postgrad programs with prep schools um that was the year that they introduced that program with um and trying to create affiliate um affiliates with other prep schools and you, i think you 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 were playing with me when we had prep school coach uh, coaches come and um also another thing i i graduated high school at 16 i was really young and that program would have really helped me to go and do a pg year um but i guess my luck just was not in it and i remember applying to kiski um um with bofus one of our friends and uh, i remember applying into lumis chafee um which i ultimately got into lumis but um financial situations didn't work out um which is fine so after that uh one of the great things that sbu does is they just don't leave you out there hanging you know and um that's when i got the opportunity to work um with um one of our um coaches at at lab teaches college columbia university um and that year um i worked there for a whole year and then did some traveling uh but i think it was a great experience for me because it introduced me to the um professional uh, development world where i was um in an office setting um i was learning um i i i i was involved with uh a lot of um 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 professionals who were teaching me um um a, a lot of things about <laughs> um the way of life and um also i was lucky enough to have set lawrence um approve my deferral for that full year 
um, which SBU played a huge part in and of negotiating that as well, because uh, sometimes schools, when they give you a scholarship, it's really hard um, to um, have that negotiation go through. Um, so after that, um, took a year off and then uh, went to college in 2016. And I went to a predominantly white school, which is, as you know, it's different than uh, what we're used to. And uh, for me, I think that the transition was um, really helpful in a way that I got to see how other people live. I got to meet different people. Um, I got to hear different opinions, um, different mindsets. Um, and at first it was a bit hard because uh, as you know, we're from a very um, urban area, very much a politan. And um, I went to school that was pretty much a village, <laughs> um, very cold, um, doesn't stop snowing. Uh, I remember one. I remember in the win, in the winters, I would I would have an eight ten. It would be like negative twenty five Fahrenheit. It's just really cold. Um, but I feel like for someone for someone that is where we're from, um, the mindset is really strong in a way that nothing can stop you. And um, those transitions, those transitions were hard, but at the same time, you're looking at it like this is an opportunity that I need to capitalize on. Um, and I know you have the same mindset, um, and it's just something you couldn't uh, couldn't let go. And for me, that whole experience, that whole four years there, I've uh, met great people. I've met one of my uh, I met. <laughs> One of my uh, really, all my my roommate right now, uh, who I live with, uh, went to that school, and um, so I think that the biggest transition was being able to open up and also, but also going out of your comfort zone um, in a different setting uh, where you are meeting different people, different ideas, different ide- uh, ideologies. Um, um, different political backgrounds, um, all, all sort of things um, that um, sort of like mold who you are. You know, it's, it like helps you understand the world a bit and um, it helps you encompasses everything and see different opinions, see sometimes um, see where people are coming from when they say, when they have an opinion. I. One of the things that I really liked about St. Lawrence was, even though it's a small private liberal arts school, um, we had a, a decent amount of, uh, of international kids. Um, and I think that that was, that, was, that was really great. We had kids from Brazil. We had kids, kids from Kenya. We had, um, we had um, kids from Europe. Um, kids from South America and um, it just molds the culture really well and helps everyone gel in into the community as well. And uh, yeah, so that was sort of the transition there for me. Thank you for that. Um, 
definitely probably a very impactful transition for you. Um, but talk to me a little bit about your time at St. Lawrence in terms of um, cultivating that person, especially once you started, you know, giving thought to the future you, the future, you know, what that success would look like after graduation or even like the ebbs and flows of living on campus far from home, far from family and far from what you were used to quote unquote living in the Bronx. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that for me, um, even though it was, I think it was a six, six and a half drive. Um, it felt really far because it was the first time I was, um, away from my family and, uh, but my experience there in terms of, uh, socially, uh, like I said earlier, um, I was able to meet different people that have influenced the way I think, um, the way I see the world, and um, and also academically. And I feel like I went into that school thinking that I was going to become a computer science major, and I graduated with a government and francophone study um, 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 degree. And that's one of the beauties of liberal arts schools where, um, there's an opportunity for you to explore different fields and, um, just sort of different realms of, of, of the education system where, um, I think you go to a similar school where they do, they do the same thing where, um, you're required to take different classes, um, 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 in different different classes in different um, um, departments, and I remember taking my first government class. I think it was it was comparative politics, and I just loved it. It was um, this phenomenon of comparing different um, 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 political setups around the country, and also at the same time talking about bilateral relations between countries as well, which I fell in love with. I was like, this is cool. And um, ended up joining a club called Model OAS. And that is the Organizations of Americas. And um, we, it's similar to Model UN. And uh, we did a lot of, um, um, we did a lot of, um, 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 conferences in DC uh, where it would be a mock OAS conference from different schools but also different countries. Uh, we would have kids from uh, Argentina show up. We have kids fl uh, fly out from Peru. We have kids fly out from um, uh, Ecuador um, and you assign the country and you have to learn that country's culture but also its political system, um, its political um, background, but also its history, uh, because you're given a topic where you have to debate and write a resolution and other countries have to vote on those resolutions in order to pass. And um, for me, that changed the sort of my mindset of what I wanted to do, um, because I just fell in love with that idea of uh, countries bar, um, sort of bargain in the political world. And um, 
after that, I came back to school. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I, want, I pretty much declared my major almost right away. Uh, so like academically, uh, that's one of the things that um, those schools really offer. Um, and I already talked about the social life of, of those schools. Um, but another great thing about that school was we were really close to Montreal. So it got me, uh, we would go to Montreal on the weekends, which is um, another great experience that I, I, I would have not, I, I think, experienced in the Bronx. Um, just going to a whole different country, uh, meeting people and uh, yeah. Sounds terrific, sounds terrific, man. Um, obviously with that, graduation came and big hooray came, especially, you know, being, are you a first gen? No. No. Okay. Well, I'm a first. But basically, like, when graduation came, so, and I know that was a big thing for you. Can you talk to me a little bit about how, what that meant for your family and what that meant to you graduating and, like, earning a degree from, you know, prestigious school like uh, St. Lawrence? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I, my, so... I my I have two brothers and one sister, and um, I'm the third child. Um, I mean, when we came here, my parents worked really hard um, for me to have that opportunity. So I always felt like I owed them something, um, in a way. And um, also, I my brothers played a huge role in my up upbringing. Um, both doing really well right now, and they're both graduated from college as well. And uh, I think my brother graduated college when I was uh, a junior uh, in in high school. So the bar was already set. Uh, but it's but at that point it was more about formality. You have to you have to replicate that. Um, and, uh, but I, I, I could see that my parents are really proud of what we're doing right now. And, um, and I could tell you right now, it could have all went wrong at some day at the wrong time, at the wrong place. Um, and that's just one of those, um, 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 things that happens where, where we're from, um, um, things could go wrong, um, you know, at an unprecedented time and at an unimagined time. Um, but um, for me, I think that it, it, like at that point when I graduated, well, I, I wish I would have had a graduation. We, I was a, I was a class of 2020, so we didn't have to, you know, we didn't have that uh, um, opportunity, but um, I could tell my parents are proud of me and um, doing 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 the work I'm, and they love doing they love the work I'm doing now. So yeah. And obviously, I never got to congratulate you. So congrats on graduation. Thank you. Um, Thank you definitely, Mika. like being a role model for us all. Um, you set the standard. So the hoorays came of graduation, but. I want to bring it back here to our last segment since we're coming to Absolutely. an end here. Um, you know, this show, this series started because we wanted to you know give, um, build a build a bridge basically between the old generation right. of academies, um, 
student athletes that graduated from SBU to the new generation, basically, and just basically mm-hmm. have alums like such as such as yourself come to the show and just basically share their experience and how you know they use their resources and was able to create something for themselves by relying by relaying that back to the the new generation hope, hoping that they can utilize that well enough so one question i have for you here is what are some last words of inspiration you want to leave with current sbu use just starting going mm-hmm. through or finishing up their time as members of the academy absolutely i think that um I'm going to rephrase it in a way that what I would have told myself, my 12-year-old self, uh, which is what those kids are right now, 12 to 16, 18. Um, I think that it's really important to understand um, where we are, um, where the Bronx is situated and some of the stuff that impacts the Bronx politically. And I have had the opportunity um, to work in New York City politics uh, when I graduated. I, um, like I said, I worked for the Working Families Party and um, also I worked for Maya Wiley who ran for New York City mayor. And throughout my experience, throughout my work for those two um, 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 organizations, um, what I realized was the Bronx is a very precious place, and but we need empowerment. And by empowerment, I mean what SBU is doing. Uh, SBU is doing a great job with youth employment where they're coming in and um, sort of doing recruitment with um, younger kids and trying to change their mindset. Because I feel like if you're born in that place, if you're born in the Bronx, there's, there's one mindset and it's not the fault, I think. It's just the way it's set up systematically. And uh, you could get out of it, but it's kind of, I wouldn't say kind of sad, but I feel like it needs needs a whole other entity, like the South Bronx United, um, to inspire those kids. Um, So my... My my um, advice to those kids are this 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 place, the Bronx or wherever you're from in New York City, um, opportunities. There are there are opportunities out there, and um, you can realize those opportunities as long as you work hard and have the right mindset. And having the right mindset is being around the people that you think can help you. And by that, I mean, hang out with the people that you think that can help you in the future. Hang out with the people that you think that have a strong mindset that can help you realize your dreams. And um, a place like SBU is a great place to find 
uh, individuals like that. But also, I think we talked about SBU here a lot. It's important to note that don't limit yourself. Um, 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 don't limit yourself from SBU. Try to expand, try to grow your, your wings. Uh, there's a lot of cool people in the city that you can get help from as well. Um, and um, yeah, so I think that my, I think to close it up is, um, um, to close it up is, 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 is hang out with the right people. Um, know, also know that there's opportunities out there um, and things could get better for sure. And uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Um, the inspiration, the words, the words of wisdom from a person that like no other, a captain at heart, a leader at heart. Um, I want to say thank you for joining me in this podcast. Um, this is going to go down as one of the legendary podcasts we've had here. Um, like sure. always, I do hope you do well and just keep living it up in New York City and just building your career. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much, Minka. And Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. No problem, man. See you then. All right.